0: Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode 21. In January 2011, I was in Costa Rica on the southwest tip of the Osa Peninsula. I was at the most amazing tranquil eco-retreat center for about 10 days of ayahuasca plant medicine journeys. Upon arrival during the orientation, our hosts showed us all around the facilities, including these really beautiful paths that led out to this gorgeous beach overlooking the ocean. As we stood there, they told us to be mindful of the waves and the riptides, and that if we happened to get caught in them, we could try to swim sideways to get out of their pull. Now this trip was pivotal for me. Oh, the people I met, lovely the shamans who traveled from ecuador to guide us the cold showers with water coming out of the earth the fresh and delicious food they made and the teachings that the medicine had for me well it all initiated deep transformational lessons that continue to unfold even today On the ocean well she had a powerful lesson for me too one afternoon, I strolled out to the beach, laid out my towel, set down my journal, and then peeled down to my bikini and ran into the water. I love water. If there is a body of water in front of me, I typically have to get in it. Oceans, creeks, lakes, waterfalls, especially waterfalls. I love being in water. Well, I swam and I floated and I just surrendered and pondered what had happened so far, smiling at the sun, when suddenly this wave swamped me, pulled me under and out. Like a big cat paw discovering a new toy, it repeatedly let me rise just long enough for a breath to then pummel me and drag me out again. My mind went still, my body surrendered. I could not win against this force. It was immense. It tossed me and spun me around in circles and forced sand into every part of my swimsuit. Fighting would have exhausted me and have been futile. I had to relax and go with it. I didn't count how many times I was tossed around, nor did I always know which direction I was facing. It seemed to go on and on forever, which for sure several minutes. The idea of swimming sideways popped into my mind, but I didn't even know which way I was facing, so I didn't know where that would take me. I tumbled and rose, breathed, and went under repeatedly until the wave popped me up and then gently paused. I could hear the wave's sound softening and the grip of it loosening, and my inner voice said, swim. My eyes popped open to see the beach in front of me, and I went for it with everything I had until finally I could feel I'd broke free of its grip as it crested and crashed several feet behind me. I made it to the beach, crawled and stumbled over to my towel, plopped down on the sand, completely exhausted. I looked around. People were snoozing in the sun or engaged in deep conversation. It was like the whole time I was invisible and no one saw a thing. The ocean calmed, I calmed, and then I reached for my journal this is life. Life often grabs us with its force, expected or unexpected, tosses us around in ways we cannot overpower. And sometimes we can only relax and go with it. And sometimes we can break free from what's happening and shift it. Now as fellow humans living on the planet, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Life has become this series of natural and man-made riptides. Keeping the pressure on us, testing our will, testing our composure, testing our choices. How well we fare depends on how well we flow. And I don't mean flow in a let go of your focus and intentions kind of way. I mean flow in a very strategic understanding of the dynamics of flow. Each phase in a wave, the opportunity that it brings, the challenge it directs us to face, and the best ways we can greet it. I train people to flow. And in doing so, the first thing we always do is develop their flow mind. what's a flow mind? It's a mind that can step back and see the full flow cycle of life. To understand what flow is, how it operates, and how to meet it in the moment and align to it for the best outcome. I'm a hundred percent comfortable to even go as far as to say flow is the most important mindset training of our time and that everyone needs to learn it. You see, flow is the natural undercurrent of life. When you understand it, you see its power, its potential, and its predictability you learn how to maximize the opportunity of meeting the cycle as it's happening and getting the most of its gifts all while preparing to flow forward into its next phase while i was on that same trip i was also preparing to connect up with my son a few weeks later when he would fly in for my niece's wedding in manuel antonio my son's father and i had separated the year prior and things kind of felt awkward for me with my son I felt guilty for leaving. Even though he was now an adult, this guilt was triggering me and eating at me in the most uncomfortable ways. The last morning of the 10-day retreat, I sat with a group for breakfast and was observing that my heart felt really closed. Side note, my first experience with the plant medicine was the most heart-opening experience I'd ever known, so I'd hoped this second round would be the same. It wasn't. Instead, the medicine taught me energy dynamics while it showed me a world beyond the confines of physical laws. But throughout it all, my heart remained tight, and I remained stuck in loops of inner self-judgment about my son, imagining things about our relationship that I couldn't know to be true. After chatting with this fellow mom and sharing my state over breakfast, tears just exploded out of my eyes. What if me and my son were never the same again, I said. The tears exhausted me, and she comforted me, and my mind went quiet. My inner vision showed me the ceremony space, and I felt a pull to go there. So my body rose from the table, and I wandered down to the space to find Rahelio, one of the shaman lounging with a group of others. He called me over to sit on a stool while he chanted and shook branches behind me. My mind wandered into this blank space, and then moments later... I felt better. A cloud had lifted and I could breathe more deeply. The sound of the branches and his chanting stopped, so I turned to face him to find tears rolling down his smiling face. He received my pain and cried my tears. It was an amazing and beautiful gift that I will never forget. I was now free of my own loop so I could create something better. You see, The thoughts and motions that I kept looping with regards to my son were simply revealing beliefs and patterns I had embedded within me. Only unlike that ocean wave, I fought them. They were too painful. I avoided, I dissociated, I distracted myself, and I locked up my heart. In my own way, I was as present as I could be with those thoughts and feelings, but they were too painful for me to go all in. I tried to hide from them so I wouldn't have to face my deepest fear that my leaving had changed our closeness forever. We call this struggle in the flow cycle, where we're caught in time and self. What's happened in the past? What could happen in the future? And how is that going to affect me? In struggle, if we can surrender to the spinning, to the tossing up and down, provoking of our emotions and fears, we can witness what's happening without any judgment, without any aversion, and without fighting it. We can learn what we're made of. Now, most often we can do this on our own, simply by stepping into a witness phase. We go for a ride along in the spin, learning what thoughts and emotions are associated with our struggle. Are they true or not? What conditioning and habits are in play? Once we unpack the totality of everything that relates to our struggle, We can either continue to loop in it, telling ourselves the same stories and creating the feared reality through all of this focused energy and attention, or we can liberate the power of the loop's grip and swim out of it towards something better, shifting our focus toward a better reality. When I was in that wave in the ocean, my mind got quiet. It could have panicked and dug up every potential outcome, including death. It could have caused me to tense and fight and potentially lose against the force of that wave. Instead, my mind went quiet, and the bigger part of me, my consciousness, my soul, my spirit, my essence, whatever you want to call it, that part took over. I was 100% present, turning down the volume on the fixation of time and self. Instead, becoming fully aware, completely present, patient, and clear. And when it came time to swim, it was that bigger part of me that said swim. When it came to my inner struggle about my son, my mind was not quiet. It could not let go. It was too afraid of the pain that I was concealing deep inside. It was too afraid to even know what that pain actually was. When that loving mama held space for me to share what I was hiding, I finally got to the bottom of it, my deepest fear. And then I liberated its energy through unsuppressible tears. This freed the energy that powered the loop, and my mind went quiet. And that's when my inner voice escorted me back to that ceremony space. I followed my feet, and Rogelio called me in. He helped me further fuel my momentum out of that wave and my inner struggle by helping me free the remaining trapped pain. And then I could move forward into the second phase of flow, which is release. The focus of the struggle, and I mean the true focus, my cherished relationship with my son, now pointed that liberated energy at the best outcome instead of the feared one. If I had fought that ocean wave, I would have energized my greatest fear and may have potentially created the worst outcome. By going neutral, it focused all of my power toward the beach, and when the time came to swim, I had the maximum energy to do it. Most often, we can navigate struggle on our own by fully dropping into neutral witness, but sometimes help is also appreciated and so as not to leave you hanging in the story, I met up with my son two weeks later. We had an immediate, clear, open, honest, and direct conversation, each saying what we needed to, and within an hour, we were back to being two peas in a pod, just like we always were. I'm so grateful for how Mm -hmm. the flow leads me to learn deeply about myself on a continuous basis, how it's taught me to be kind and patient with myself, and how to shift my brain from hyperfrontality, where I'm fixated on, tel- on time and self, into hypofrontality, where I'm in that pure presence of the deep now and connected to every possibility. And I'm grateful that flow has taught me that it's always worth it to face my deepest fears, to liberate and redirect the energy of those fears, and send that energy straight at what I truly want to create instead of what I don't. And I'm most grateful that flow puts me in these amazing places with incredible humans at the perfect moment, doing phenomenal things so that I can connect and evolve. Settling into a knowing that we're all part of the flow. We're all students and teachers. We're all learning and sharing. We're all receiving and giving. And we're all a conduit that has the potential to repattern our suffering and shift it into a flow to create much better realities for us all. If you would love to be trained to flow, reach out to me through flowmind.ca and we'll take you through the first step so you can develop your flow mind. And thank you for listening to this Radical Flow podcast. It means the world to me that you do. If you're enjoying it, I'd love it if you share. And until next time, I'll see you in the flow.